Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Daily, and I'm your favorite host, Ben Shirey. In this episode to- <clears throat> today, I will be discussing the Bears-Packers game, Thursday night football, uh, first game of the season, and um, the Red Sox game last uh, last night. Um, so, I think I'm going to start with the, the Bears and Packers, and I'll give you my thoughts on who's going to win, on uh, a bunch of, bunch of stuff, um, like, um, why they're going to win. I think I'm going to start off with the Bears and Packers, um. I'll be um saying the both sides of who reasons they could win um my prediction and and yeah let's just get right into it um the Chicago Bears last season their defense played really well if they can play like that in this game. Like they did last season, um, I believe this team could could win this game. Um, uh, they're definitely a very good, um, very good, very defensive team. Um, they have a really good defense, and that that'll carry them this season. Um, but like. Pretty much, it's just up to their um, up to their offense. Um, the defense gives them a chance to win every night. Um, I believe they could win tonight if they play very if they play very good. Uh, like I said, Tariq Cohen, I mean, I, Tariq Cohen and uh, uh, David Montgomery will see um, will see will share the carries in the backfield. Um, Mitch Trubisky, um, if he plays up to par, he's some pretty good receivers, and, uh, Anthony Miller, Allen Robinson, and Tyler, G- Taylor G- Gabriel, um, they just got Cordell Patterson this offseason, uh, very good punt returner, or kick returner, whatever he is, um, I believe he plays both, um, this team's very good, though, very underrated, uh, their defense is pretty good. Uh, Terry Cohen, receiving back, um, more of a receiving back than he is uh, uh, out of the back. Um, uh, David Montgomery, uh, he's he's a rookie. Um, I don't know when he was drafted, but Terry Cohen's definitely got some speed. Uh, they could use him as the kick returner or punt returner too. Mm. Uh, I see him having a very good season this year. He did good at the tail end of last season. Um, Mitch Trubisky, if he clicks with this offense, which is pretty pretty good, um, they, they just haven't played that well. Uh, Mitch Mitch Trubisky, I th- I believe he will have a breakout year this season. Um, it's he's entering his third season in the league out of North Carolina. Played very good in college. Um, 
their defense. Very good. Very good. Um, I think this game will come down to uh, who whose defense plays better. Um, both both teams have a very a pretty good offense above average. Um, their defenses, I think, separate them a lot. Um, let me just Hakeem Hakeem Hicks, Eddie Goldman, Khalil Mack. Danny Trevithan, um, Rokon Smith, and if I if I pronounce Danny Trevathan his name wrong, just you can just call in on the Anchor Mobile Map app. Um, let me know how what you think of this. Uh, and uh, they also have uh, Kyle Fuller, uh, Haha Clinton Dix, who used to be very good. Uh, I remember. He used to be on the Packers, so he's playing their for- his former team now. Um, Prince of Mukamara has a cornerback. He's a very good cornerback. Uh, he's entering his ninth season. He's 30. He used to be good. Uh, Eddie Panero, the kicker. Um, so, Tree Cohen is their punt returner, and Cordell Patterson is their kick returner. And I'm going to take a look. And now from the Packers' point of view, the, the Packers the Packers are a pretty solid team. Um, just an average team, though. Not, not, nothing, not anything special. Uh, they have a chance to make the playoffs, but I don't think... They don't have, like, the best chance. I, I think they're going to go 7-9. This Packers team is very good. Um, Ron, uh, just find their roster. Oh, okay. They have a very good receiving core, MVS, uh, Geronimo Allison, uh, Devontae Adams, one of the top receivers. Um, with the, with Jimmy Graham, uh, Aaron Jones, uh, Aaron Jones can find the holes and break maybe break through the make through the break through the defense a couple of times, get some solid runs like twenty yards more. Uh, I believe he can do that a couple of times. Uh very good running back. Yeah, we saw he could do it next to the near the end of last season. Um Aaron Rodgers, he last season against the Packers, uh he got injured, then came back and carried them to the win. Uh we'll just have to see how this offense does under under the new head coaching job of Matt LaFleur. Um But uh this team has a pretty good chance of winning. Uh so do the Packers. Uh I'd say it's like sixty forty, uh Packers. I I'd go with the Packers. Um the Bears, I meant to say the Bears, sorry. Um, they're deep, they're very, the, the Packers defense is solid. Um, with the addition of Adrian Amos, I believe he used to play for the, he played for the Bears last season. Uh, very good safety. Um, Alexander J, which, God, Jer Alexander, uh, pretty good cornerback, uh, 
Preston Smith, Blake Martinez. We'll just have to see how these guys play this season. Um, their special teams has I don't think it's changed. Punt returner Trevor Davis, kick returner Trevor Davis, uh, kicker Mason Crosby, who's uh, he's still a very good kicker in this league. Um, I believe he's entering his like. He's been in the league for a while. He's been in for the league. Uh, he he's thirty five. He's been in the league for uh, thirteen years. So yeah, he he has some experience. Um, playing the Bears, the biggest, their biggest rival, maybe even the biggest in the NFL. Um, but so now my prediction to win this game. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Chicago Bears. Hey, hear me out. Hear me out. Um. If you say Packers, I will. I'll. I'll believe you. Um, I won't argue it. The Packers definitely have a good chance of winning. Um, I. This, I think this game's just gonna come down to the defense. Who, which defense plays it best? Their offenses are about the same, unless Aaron Rodgers plays very good, like he he has the past couple seasons. Um, he's getting older. He's, um. He's entering his 15th season. Uh, I think he'll. I think he'll start to decline this year, but uh, maybe he plays good just this game for the because they're playing the biggest rival, their biggest rival. Um, yeah, I think that'll do it for this section. Next, uh, next I'll be discussing the Red Sox game last night. And the Ezekiel Elliott signing. Um, I'll be discussing the Red Sox in this segment. Um, the Red Sox game last night. My biggest takeaways, and uh, if if I if I still believe that they'll make the playoffs, and I'll be discussing their stats as well. Oh shit. Um, they won 62 against the Twins. Uh, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, um, he's been pitching, he's like one of the only people that still care about their, their, their hopes this season. Uh, everyone at house has just played awful for them. Their bullpen's awful. The, God, J.D. Martinez hasn't been the same. Mookie Betts, Andrew Benatendi, everyone. Xander Bogarts, they they haven't played like they did last season. I think I think it's just because they won the World Series last year that they think it's gonna come naturally this season. I think that they just have to. They're not working for it. They're just like being lazy and stuff. Um, Betts had a five RBI game. Um, Rodriguez got seven scoreless innings. Of course, the bullpen lets up two runs. Uh, Betts had two homers as well. Uh, yeah, Holtz had a nice Holt had a nice play. Um, uh, this guy, the the guy on the uh, Twins. Uh, uh, what's uh, 
Barros, I think. He did an amazing play. Uh -huh. Um, here are their stats. Mookie Betts, five at bats, two runs scored, four hit, five RBIs, uh, 289 bat batting average, and an on base percentage of 904. Rafael Devers played pretty good. Uh, I mean, didn't play so good. Yeah, he had four at bats, yeah, one strikeout. Yeah, he didn't do so good. Uh, Sander Bogart. Had a hit, but that's about it. Struck out twice. Struck out twice. Um, JD Martinez had four at bats, just struck out once. Um, Andrew Benatendi had three at bats, uh, got a walk, and struck out once. Brock Holt got a got a run, two hits, and a strikeout. Uh, Mitch Moreland uh, got two at bats. A run, um, two walks, and a strikeout. Uh, Christian Vasquez, he got one run, uh, two hits, one RBI. Played very, pretty good. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr., uh, he scored a run. Uh, he got a walk. He He's more of a fielder, but he he, he had the um, hit streak last. He can, showed he can hit pretty well. 222 batting average. Uh, it's not bad, not good. Not good, but like, not like. You know what I mean? Uh, Betts had two homers, uh, five RBIs, and Vasquez had one. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez pitched awesome. Uh, seven innings pitched. Uh, he only had five hits and f he uh, had four walks. Uh, he struck out eight though, pretty good. Ryan Brazier, uh, he pitched um, one. Wait, what? This doesn't make sense. Oh, never mind, never mind. Uh, uh, Ryan Brazier, he pitched a third of an inning. Uh, he allowed two hits. Uh, two earned runs, and a home, which was a homer, a two run homer, I believe. Uh, Josh Taylor. Uh, he pitched two thirds of an inning. I'm pretty sure he finished the inning that Ryan Brazier pitched. Uh, he allowed one hit and a, got a strikeout. Not not the best, but not. Not, not good. Uh, um, I mean, not bad. Um, Darwin's in. Uh, Hernandez pitched um a third of an inning. He all out. He got. He walked two people and struck out a person. Um, and then Brendan Workman got the save with. Uh, he pitched two thirds of an inning, and didn't do anything else. Uh, the Red Sox had uh, allowed eight total hits. Um, two earned runs, were, which were both allowed by Ryan Brazier. They walked six people and got ten strikeouts. A lot of homer. The Twins, Max Kepler, two two at bats, one 
one walk and uh, two strikeouts. Uh, Ian Miller didn't do anything. I think he just wait. What? Uh, they put in a pinch hitter who just got a walk. Um, Jorge Polanco, four at bats, two strike, struck out twice. Uh, Nelson Cruz, five at bats, one run scored, one hit. Uh, he struck out once. Uh, Eddie Rosario, four at bats, one run, uh, two hits. Two RBIs. He hit a home run. Miguel Sano, uh, two hits and a walk. Miguel Sano didn't do that bad. Um, I just don't think any. Not a lot of uh twins got on base, so none of their hits really mattered except for the the Eddie Rosario homer. Um, CJ Cron. Three at bats, uh, two hits, and a walk. Uh, he didn't do that bad, um, cause, you you know, none of them got on base, so they he couldn't get hit anyone home. Um, Jonathan Scope, three at bats, a walk, and two strikeouts. Uh, Wellington Acedio. A lot of people like this guy. He he's kind of like Bartolo Colon. So he's a he's a bulky guy. Um, yeah, he didn't do too good. Four bats, um, one hit, uh, a strikeout. Struck out. Jose Jose Barrios. Five innings, allowed eight hits, allowed uh, six earned runs, walked three guys, and struck out six. And he allowed two homers. Both were to um, both were to Mookie Betts. I'm just gonna skip the one guy, the one guy that only pitched a third of an inning, Ryan Harper, um, because all we did was pitch a third of an inning. Um, their defense just made a play, and then he took him out. Cody Stashik, um pitched to uh, one, one inning and uh, two-thirds. He allowed a hit, a strikeout. He, he did pretty good for coming out of the bullpen. And no idea how to pronounce this, pronounce this guy's last name. Bruce said no, no idea how to pronounce his first name either. Brewster Gratterall. Usually I'm pretty good with names, but like. But yeah, that one's not. That one's kind of hard to pronounce. Um, one, one inning pitched for him, and he'll. And he walked the guy. Um. Betts finally looked like he's doing something this 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 game. Played very good. Uh, trying to find trying to find the standings. Uh the Red Sox 
the Red Sox aren't going to make the playoffs. Let's be honest. They're five. The five and a half games away. Ah. Uh, one thing I can say though is that they didn't finish with a losing record, which is not, which is, which isn't all that bad. Uh, this Red Sox team, uh, they didn't play very good this year. Um, I think they're out, but uh, they they go on a win streak against bad teams, then they just play awful the next series. Uh, and that's all for this segment of the video on the podcast. Why do I call? Why did I call it a video? Um, that's all for this segment of the podcast. And uh, on to the on to the Zeke contract. So now we're on to the Zeke contract explanation. Uh, like I just said. Um, I'm pretty, he he will play week one, I'm certain, that for sure, he will definitely play week one, now he got the contract he wanted, um, Jerry Jones on Ezekiel, I'll read this, uh, this article on SB Nation, Jerry Jones on Ezekiel Elliott. I'll go to, I'll go to the mat with Zeke. With Zeke, he's that important to us. Wait, hold on. All right, that's not the the no article is not long. Well, The Dallas Cowboys had a press conference on Thursday to celebrate Ezekiel Elliott's contract extension. This type of uh, thing is being normal around the star. I would I would have made this podcast earlier if this was um if this happened two days ago, like I would have made it when I heard, when the first thing I heard about it. But today I started school yesterday, so. I couldn't, and I'll make. That's what, why I'm making it now. What it's worth, this team was planning on including Lael Con- Collins in the fest- festivities, but the right tackle, tackle politely declined to be part of it. Part of it all. You can watch the presser for yourself if you want. It was pretty awesome. Here's a breakdown at, at, of everything that was said. A reminder that these are not exact quotes. The press conference opened up with Jerry Jones, shocker here in parentheses, taking the stage to let let the world know how much he's in, in a mourned with his all-world running back. Jerry jo- Jerry joked that he spent his, his time at uh, Wall Street on one, on Wednesday to order to get his uh in order to get his finance finances in preparation for Zeke's new deal, but then things got serious, and he and he heaped praise on the highest paid running back in the NFL, which is what he which is what Zeke Elliott wanted to be the whole time. They gave him number two. They gave him to to be the second highest paid running back. Uh, I don't know who's the first, but well now it's Zeke, but I don't know who the second is now. 
He talked about how he believes the Cowboys can't go to the house with Zeke and that it was obviously important to have him under contract for the season opener, but he, he made sure to re-emphasize how much he supports the Elliott. Overall, it was a shorter press conference than we saw from Jalen Smith a few weeks ago with Jerry Jones doing the majority of a, the talking again. Shocker. Uh, Jerry did hand the stage over to Ezekiel Elliott, though he he thanked the Jones family for drafting him, signed to an extension, and giving him all the all of the opportunities that he's had. He also added that he is pledging one hundred thousand dollars to the Salvation Army to help those who are in need in the city of Dallas. Just so you know, the Salvation Army is a for homeless people. It's um, it's a, it's a place where, like, uh, if you're not doing very good financially, you can, um, get the stuff you need there. People donate, uh, like, if you've ever seen, a, like, a Mr. Beast video, he donates there, but, yeah, it's pretty much just a lot of things for low prices, um, if you, if you need it. For like the homeless people. Yeah. Back to the article. Before everything was over, though, Jerry Jones added a touch to the press conference. Said only he can. He acknowledged that type typically at these type of press conferences, a jersey is held up to commemorate the player being a part of the Cowboys. Instead of a jersey, the Cowboys held this T-shirt up. Jerry Jones is a genius. Uh, that's the end of our article, but the, I can't show you guys the picture, but at the press conference, but, um, if you have Twitter, you can look up Calvin Watkins, and he picks, posted a picture of Zeke holding the shirt, it says, Zeke who? Which is what um, Jerry Jones joked about Zeke. So, and then it said, and then on the back, or the front, it says, that's who. Um, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> I didn't think, honest, personally, I didn't think, uh, that the that uh Ezekiel Elliott was gonna play week one, but it turns out he did. Uh, I'm just gonna double check the, what what his contract was before I before I mess it up. Uh, like I was saying, um, I'm gonna double check right now. Um. Uh, um, Ezekiel on Thursday, Ezekiel Elliott signed a six year, $90 million extension carrying a $50, 50 million uh, dollar guaranteed figure. And his total contract. To eight years at roughly um, 
103 million dollars. It's the most it's the most ever paid to a running back in NFL history to in the history of the NFL and ends a 40-day long holdout by Ezekiel Elliott in the process. All right, guys. Um that'll do it for the episode. Um this this is a pretty short one. Um uh, that's all I'm gonna have to say in this episode. Um, if you haven't already, go follow my Instagram, the sport, the dot um period sports dot daily. Um, and I think that's gonna do it for the podcast today. Uh, see you guys tomorrow.